Hello and welcome to what is sure to be one of the weirdest episodes of Digging in the Doom. Today we are talking about the possibly most hated run in Doom Patrol history, and rightfully so. Today we are talking about John Byrne's Doom Patrol. Uh, so John Byrne, it's a name that if you're familiar with comics, you have heard most of your life. John Byrne, of course, famous for runs with X-Men, Fantastic Four, uh, Superman, a great writer and artist uh, in 1986, helped relaunch Superman with the limited series Man of Steel. That would kind of form almost a basis for what he was trying to do with Doom Patrol uh, later on. Uh, Man of Steel also causing some uh, long-term controversy. The first series to feature a variant cover, which I honestly did not know until doing research for this episode, and that's kind of crazy to me. Uh, so in a weird, small way, we have John Byrne to thank for variant covers. So, uh, you know, not only did he butcher Doom Patrol, he might have done a few other things. Uh but to put more of a positive light on Byrne for a little bit, uh, Byrne broke the comic industry as a penciler and inker, eventually also a writer, began co-plotting and working on many big X stories like Dark Phoenix uh, and Days of Future Past, fully leaned into writing with his Fantastic Four run, uh, created Alpha Flight. Uh, he is someone that, <laughs> excuse me, is rightfully so a legend in comics. Rightfully so, he's earned that. He has an amazing legacy of work, an amazing legacy of creations and stories that he's been a part of. Truly a legend in comics. Uh, so when he was first announced as co-writing, or sorry, not co-writing, writing and illustrating uh, the Doom Patrol along with the Doug Hazelwood on inks, it was a very interesting premise. You have someone who's very well known for X-Men and Fantastic Four, these weird, quirky teen books. Uh, and it's somebody who really should know how to handle characters like that. In August 2004, the new Doom Patrol launched as part of a story arc in JLA, issues 94 to 99, called The Tenth Circle. Byrne only drew this, but he was uh, co-creating with Chris Claremont. Claremont was writing this run, which again, you have X-Men Legends working on Doom Patrol, which is insane. Uh, but, as I've mentioned in previous episodes of Digging the Doom... I think the connection between X-Men and Doom Patrol is constantly overvalued. I do not think the teams are that similar. I think this series is a very, very poignant look at what happens when you tackle Doom Patrol in an X-Men way. Uh, so Byrne, uh, through editorial, decided to remove the Morrison run from canon to get one of the big controversial things out of the way. They at DC were worried it was muddying up the run it was causing new readers not to be able to jump on easy kind of what they would eventually do with new 52 and also what burn did with superman as i mentioned earlier clean slate draw people in uh give them a great story hook them and you can build back up to what you had not a horrible idea and at the time doom patrol was in a weird state most of the known characters were either dead or gone most of the remaining ones from the previous runs were not well-beloved, were not well-known, and they didn't really take off. So, the, to be honest, the idea of having a rebooted Doom Patrol isn't awful. Now, getting rid of everything that Morrison did, uh, that Pollock did, Kupperberg, everybody else involved, is a bold choice. Because, arguably, as those who have uh, been on this journey with me through Doom Patrol know, Morrison not only really took in the characters and defined them, but kind of redefined them for every reader today. 
most of what we know about Doom Patrol is in the basis of Morrison's Doom Patrol run. So you take that out of the equation, and not only do you have a clean start, you kind of have to build the foundation again. You have to start over. Yeah, and these effects that the editorial had on Doom Patrol not only affected Doom Patrol, but would reach out to Teen Titans through Beast Boy. The current Beast Boy team, or Teen Titans team at that time, had to kind of take great care to limit references to Beast Boy's past. Uh, anything to do with the Brotherhood of Evil, especially. Uh, this run also would have several controversial issues. Uh, issue 13 and 14 being a time travel story. That has a scene where uh, Robot Man goes to the past, Rita goes to the past, and they inhabit younger bodies of themselves. And Robot Man professes his love <laughs> and uh, gives Rita a kiss. Uh, but Rita is in her 13-year-old body, so it uh, definitely adds a weird, weird, weird little nook to that story. Uh, and Burn is, in the past, also played with some of those ideas, which just adds another weird layer to it all. Uh, and ultimately, one thing about this run is, uh, you can probably tell my tone of voice, it is not a fun run. Uh, it's 18 issues. It was canceled issue 18. Uh, this is kind of Doom Patrol at its most homogenized and mainline. This is them trying to make Doom Patrol into a main DC book. And it just doesn't work. A lot of the stories are kind of pointless. A lot of the stories just do not work. There's some great art and some great ideas, but nothing really comes together. There's a ton of just weird design choices. They'll, you know, you change the Morrison history and take away a lot of that past, but then you incorporate ideas in the design that now have no basis so you have stuff like robot man having to basically get mask on uh you had new, the new characters didn't really amount to much either you had nudge who was kind of burns uh character in this one uh, we talked about how basically every every doom Patrol writer seems to have their own personal avatar their own new creation that's a big deal to them in the book burn had nudge uh burn tried to make nudge important to the overall story of Doom Patrol and important to the overall life of the book. It didn't really didn't really work at all. It never really got anywhere. Had this weird tendency to rely on flashbacks a lot through this run. A lot of flashbacks. A lot of things that you don't really want in Doom Patrol, to be honest. Uh, you have the an awful Robot Wars story that just is fucking stupid, to be honest. You have, I mentioned earlier, issue 13 and 14, the Trine Travel story, which is possibly the lowest point in Doom Patrol history as far as both story, concept, design, and everything. Uh, this is a run that you would think would be a must-read. You look at paper and you see John Byrne on Doom Patrol. Holy fuck, I'm there. It is not worth it. This is the first run that I will actually say you might want to avoid. If you're a completist on Doom Patrol... You really want to read everything Doom Patrol. You want to be involved in anything that the team's ever been involved in. Pick it up for that and that alone. I can't really recommend it. I can't really... There's not a lot of praise I can do to it. I mean, there's some great art. You have John Byrne. You have a legend in comics doing this book. Uh, but again, this really does show how the sensibilities of X-Men don't transfer over to Doom Patrol. They just don't. He tries to have analogs for like Kitty Pride. He tries to have analogs for all these X characters he's worked on. He tries to have that same sense of fun, family, sensibility. But it never comes together. 
and it never works in the way that you think it would. And again, you have 18 issues. You have enough of a run where you would think you'd have something to kind of sink your teeth into. You'd have something to hold on to, and you never do. A lot of short arcs, short stories, nothing super memorable. I mean, I've read it recently. I took notes on it. I've been reading the other's reviews, trying to get the consensus of it. Uh, I will say from talking to other people, if you're a big fan of Silver Age comics in general, you might enjoy it. Uh, if you were reading comics during this time period, there's a nostalgia effect to it. it. It is a book that somehow feels trapped in 2004, 1974, and 1984 all at the same time, uh, but none in a good way. Uh, this is this is a rough one. <laughs> this is I wish I had more nice things to say. Again, there's some really cool art. Uh, the black and white costume designs. This one I kind of hate. The uh, the characters. Cliff is the closest to acting like Cliff. Uh, the mo but everyone else just seems a little off kilter. A little just he. You can tell Burn had trouble get really writing in their voices. Yeah, I wish I wish I wasn't just downing on this series or on this one, but uh, it's hard not to. This was not a this is not the funnest of Doom Patrol, and especially coming off of I know I, I was kind of harsh to our cooties run in last uh, last episode. Uh, I take back some of the negatives I said about that run because our cootie run never made me feel bored. It was never un completely uninteresting or nothing going on at all. Where this one. It was a slog to get through. I am not joking. Like past the last four or five issues were a slog. It just felt like it was getting it out to get it out. Uh, of course, this would also be in it, this retcon would in itself be retconned almost immediately uh, following this. So we'll get into more of that next episode. I know this is kind of a shorter episode. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton to add to it because it just, it does not hit the marks you think it should. It, it never hits the places that you really think a book like this with this creative team and this type of book should do. This should have been a home run. This should have been one of those things we look back at and even if you didn't like it, you can see the merit in it. But instead it ends up being the only run I've read so far that I just... I cannot recommend even most hardcore fans. In fact, I would suggest hardcore fans avoid it because this is almost the anti-Doom Patrol. This is the anti-Grant Morrison, Gerard Way, Rachel Pollack, Doom Patrol. This is, if you, like, how Dennis Culver is current, in the current run, is really trying and succeeding, in my opinion, at combining all these different eras of Doom Patrol, uh, kind of putting them in the main line, but not, not having them lose their edge. Dennis Culver is succeeding in every way that John Byrne failed in this. The current Dennis Culver run is clearly what Byrne was trying to do here. But Byrne just, for whatever reason, it didn't come together. Uh, I would love to hear your guys' opinion on it. Let me know uh, below, whether it be the comments, whether it be a rating, whether it be uh, asking a question on Spotify. Whatever it is, thank you guys so much for listening. I know it's a shorter episode. But yeah, there's, there's not a ton to talk about in this one, to be honest. It's a short run where not a lot happens. And what does happen isn't all that good. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode. Peace out.